Not My Weekend Podcast, episode 39 with your boy Jerry G. And uh, it's Monday. It's March 15th. It's Monday night, actually, watching the Lakers killing the Warriors. Looking pretty good. Looking pretty good. Uh, I'm actually home alone, dog. No roomies. No kids. Jerry G is by himself, and this rarely happens, dog. So I'm enjoying it. Um this is the night before I start shooting tomorrow. We start filming uh, the well. They they came up with a movie. The title of the movie is Orchata with Oat Milk. And when I first saw that title, I thought it was a joke. First of all, uh, not in a bad way. I just thought it was just like something they just for, like a placement title for now. Um, so I'm like, okay, whatever, cool. Um, but it, it's the title of the, name of the movie. And I mean, I get it. I like it. It's uh, basically because it's like almost like a gentrification type movie. Um, I'll tell you more about it as, as I shoot throughout the week and uh, give you a little bit more insight of what's going on. But uh, so far, that, that's what they're going with. They had uh, different titles, bro. And uh, they've, changed, like, they've changed it like three times. I really like one of them which, because it had my character's name on the title. Um, but they're not going with that anymore, and I get it because it's like a cholo name, so it's like, eh, you don't, you don't, you don't want to really portray that up front too much. Um, so they're going with something that I like. I guess will captivate a little bit more, you know, just stir up a little bit more attention. I guess more of a, a attention grabber, basically, right? Um, so horchata with oat milk, right? So it's basically the title tells you it's uh, a new school, a new version of Mexican ways, right? So, uh, yeah, we start shooting tomorrow, bro. So I've been uh, practicing my lines. And uh, Jesus is in Tucson. Uh, Fernie, I have no idea where he's at. And my kids are with their respective mothers where they belong. And uh, usually I have them. I have my kids Sunday nights, Monday nights, Tuesday nights, Wednesday nights, sometimes Thursday nights. Yeah, it's fucking busy, dog. So, But this is why I keep them so long and so much because... When times like these come around, when shows or stuff like that comes up, I really need the time off, and I, I so I I'm, I try and build up as much credit. So when this stuff comes around, they, there's no pushback, right? So, nah, but they're cool. They're very understanding. They're both very supportive. They're both very happy for me. Uh, and uh, yeah, dude. I mean, it's a small project, guys. Small project, but like I told you guys before, it's more of a. It's, it's I'm taking this really as a as, as an experience. I know I don't consider myself an actor, but it is the next step in my career for sure. Um, something I'm obviously tapping my toes in a little bit more and more with the you know with the sketches that we're doing on TikToks and the Instagrams and just uh, having more fun and uh, just trying to let loose a little bit more, man. That, that's been very difficult for me to do, to be honest with you, man. Um, I look back at the Netflix thing with Chingo Bling and those little skits that we did, uh, man. Man, I remember being nervous, not being comfortable at all. I don't know if the lines portray that much when the few lines that I had in those sketches. But uh yeah, it's it, it was it was pretty it was very very uh different for me, dog. Just being out of control, not being in control was very difficult for me. Being told what to say, how to say it, when to say it. Dog, it's difficult, bro. But, you know, as you grow older, you're more into the business a little bit more. You're paying a little bit more attention. Sketches help a lot. Skits help a lot, you know. Um, just It's like almost like a little improv class, you know, when you're doing these things. So all that's leading up to it. And 
about this project, I have a pretty big role in it. I'm actually one of the co-stars. So, but what helps is that I've actually helped write some of the movie, uh, especially the role that I'm playing. So yeah, I'm obviously, I'm very much embedded in it now, dog. So now I'm like really in, invested into this um, role because I kind of, I know it pretty much the ins and outs of it now. So I get what they're looking for. I get what they want to do with it. I get who he is. Um, so yeah, I think that's what's making me a little bit more confident about what I'm getting myself into this week, uh, this next few weeks. Uh, but that doesn't mean that, that, that doesn't mean that I'm a good actor. All that doesn't equal to good acting. Right. So, um, I'm going to do my best. I'm just going to go out there and have fun, relax. You know, they're excited to have me on this project. I'm excited to be part of it. You know, you know, obviously the more people I tell, the more people are getting excited for me. So it's like, I want to, you know, not, I don't want to let anybody down type of situation, doc. So I'm going to do my best. I'm going to get, I'm going to cry if I have to. I'm going to do all that shit, you know, get dirty, really sell it, overact if I have to, whatever the fuck it takes. Uh, just let myself go, basically. And we'll see what's up, man. I'm excited. We start tomorrow morning. Uh, and, uh, you know, these movies don't start from like beginning scene to ending scene. So we're actually going somewhere in like in the, somewhere in the middle almost in the middle part of the movie tomorrow is where we start because of the location that we're starting at. And so I've been practicing just those specific lines. And I think I'm ready, man. I think I'm ready overall. Um, a lot of cool people are going to be in it. People who are, you know, and obviously not movie stars, but they're doing a lot of shit, right? They're moving, moving and shaking a lot. People like, uh, you can look these guys up. Uh, Concrete is pretty big on IG. So is Jay Valentino. He's the one that's translating Ramon Ayala songs and Buki songs. Um, he's pretty big on IG. Duno's world. Duno's a little, you know, young cat who's doing very funny things on the IG too. You know, these guys got tons of followers, fool. And good little actors, bro. Very funny improv cats, man. So, and then we also have some actual SAG actors. We have some actual real, real actors on board as well. Uh, you know, probably you've, never, you've seen in small roles here and there, but they're actually like from real fucking casting calls. So I'm excited. Like I'm the least experienced motherfucker. I can, I pretty much, you know. But as a, as a, but I'm a veteran in comedy and stand up, and you know, so I'm, I'm confident in that way. But uh, anyways, and then some good people behind the cameras, man. Uh, the writers, the producers, the directors are very comfortable people to work with. Uh, they're they nothing but cheerleaders and help you and coach you what they want and it's it's a trip man it's been a whole crazy experience that's all i've been doing the last few weeks and uh practicing table reads blocking reads huh? 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 that's when you work on the specific scenes or where they want you to stand for that uh actual scene a lot of shit i'm learning dude i'm learning all these mumbo jumbos Right, so they give you like all these different scripts. Like, okay, this is the yellow script, guys. Okay, well now we're gonna work on the blue script. Uh, we're gonna be emailing you the red script, and basically it means that revised changes and every every new color is an updated version kind of shit. So basically telling you throw away the last color uh, and things like that, man. So then they send you all these emails. Have to go get a COVID test. Got that shit done. A big fat negative for me again. So. All that stuff, dog, is going down. That's one of the things that I wanted to take my kids to the on set, but I don't. I don't think I'm be able to because they're not allowing any guests on sets due to the COVID protocol. So um, it's my son's birthday on Thursday, and I'm uh, I'm planning to spend some time with him, and I was hoping to bring him to the set, but I don't know if that's gonna happen. I'll find out this week. But 
Other than that, dude, yeah, horchata with oat milk. Where it's going to go, we have no idea. Again, it's a small project, independent film, but there is some back into it. There's some pretty good money into it. They've invested a lot of money. Uh, I don't know how much, but they're really going to push this shit and, and shop it around. And it's one of those movies where, like, if it's done right, if it's done correctly, uh, I could see somebody picking it up. You know, there's a bunch of these movies on Netflix and the Hulus and shit, like a bunch of random movies that you're like, what the fuck is that? What the hell is this? You know, it's one of those movies, right? So, yeah. And, you know, we all got connects. You know, I got connects. We all got connects. We all got people that we know people. And, again, the meetings are going to start after that. But, again, all of that depends on how the movie ends up, right? So, eso ya es otra cosa. That's a different issue. That's a different... Uh, so, this that's a different headache down the road. But for now, I got to do my part. My part is to fucking nail this shit, dog. So, yeah. Uh, if you're wondering, yeah, of course I try to get the guys in, man. I try to get Christian and Susan. Uh, they had a couple auditions. They read for a few parts. But, you know, they, they got a whole little casting situation over there and uh, cast people. And they went, they went different routes. Um, I would have loved to see something like that with all of us in it. Uh, I guess not yet, but we're working on other projects ourselves too, man, that we're trying to figure out what to do. Uh, Jesus and I have been working on this other little project ourselves that we're trying to get out there. So um, we'll see what's up, man. Again, this is all just like a little snowball for now. And uh, cool. It's a great experience. Nice little paycheck. Work. Fuck. Can't complain, die. Can't complain. So I'll keep you guys posted. Of course, I'll be posting shit on the Instagram there, but there, uh, there's a, there's a, there's already an Instagram page for the movie called Orchata with Oat Milk on Instagram. So go ahead and follow that, and they'll give you more details of the movie, of the cast, of every, of me, all that shit will be on that. Um, and then I'm sure they'll be sharing some stuff there as well. I'll be, I'll be resharing it. Um, and uh, we're, we're just gonna have some fun. I'm looking forward to working with some of these cats, man. Uh, the guys I've known for a while. Concrete. I've known. I met this guy a couple of years ago. We were gonna work on some shit, and it kind of fell through. But he's doing great things. He's up there in the valley. He's kind of far, and he's like an hour away from me. So it's really hard to connect with him. But we had a couple of meetings, and we talked on the phone. A few, this is like over a year ago, uh, twenty nineteen, and we talked about basically doing some sketches and skits together. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how that goes. And we just never got able to sit and, and actually do something. But I, I follow him, and I, he's he's fucking hilarious, dog. Um, same thing with Jay Valentino. Jay Valentino, I know Jay Valentino like fucking six, seven years ago. He used to have like a a radio show and a and an internet show. And uh, I was one of the guests one time. He he invited me to to be one of his guests, and he interviewed me and shit. And we had a really good time doing that. And ever since then, we've you know we've been following each other and stuff. And he's another cool cat. That, he's very talented. Puts a lot of funny shit on a lot of funny content. And then do knows. Young kid, he's only like 19 or 20, dude. But for like the last year, he blew up. I remember, I remember this cat like a year ago, a mutual friend hit me up. He's like, hey, man, you know, you know my homie, Duno? And I'm like, nah, bro, never heard of him, fool. Like, oh, you got to follow this cat, fool. He's fucking hilarious, dog. He's killing it on the Instagram, right? And I looked, and he, you know, he had like 20,000 followers, maybe 10,000. Less, dog. Yeah, you know. Um. And now that fucker, that fucker's hit over a hundred thousand followers on Instagram and it's gone viral a bunch of times. And on TikTok, he's like at fucking five hundred thousand followers, dog. And no, esos güeyes están cabrones, güey, son tan pesados, güey. And he's funny, fool. He's like a funny kid, just talking shit all the time, fool. And 
And he's got some really good ones. I like. He's got some shit that went viral. So small world. Later on, we just kind of connected, and then uh, we were also at a, uh, we did a podcast together. We were both guests on this podcast, Rene Vaca's podcast. And then we started chopping it up there. And then he's like, "Hey, did you hear about that project? I heard they hit you up for it." Yeah, they hit me up. I heard what's up. About blue whoop de whoop. Long story short, we're both gonna be sharing the screen together, and um, should be dope, man. Very talented people. And then the rest of the cast, I don't know them that much. I've only done a couple of table reads with them. But they're very funny, very talented people. Those are actual real actors, food. So um, they're, they're all in, fool. They're all in. So we should, we should have a good time with this, man. And uh, we'll see what happens, man. Um, yes, I'm excited. Yes, I'm realistic. It's not a big project. It's not going to be in theaters. It's not going to be an AMC. I, I mean, I don't, I don't see that. But, uh, you know, their goal is to be the next Friday, bro. To be the next Friday franchise. And that's their goal, right? That's what they're shooting for, dog. Small budget that blows up. You know, when the first Friday came out, obviously Ice Cube, we all knew who Ice Cube was, but none of us knew who Chris Tucker was at the time. And a bunch of uh, great, you know, people like Bernie Mac and a lot of people at the time, they didn't know who they were, right? Um, you know, we're talking about 90s, fool. But uh, that's kind of like the feel they're going with. They're going with that feel, right? Something kind of like a little underground, but, you know, we kind of know who these people are and they're funny, they're talented, and let's put them on the fucking same movie and see what happens that's it dog that's how you can do so just grateful for the opportunity and uh we'll take it from there dog um speaking of great opportunities man this weekend was an amazing weekend too dog i was out there in san diego california shout outs to all the homies that were out there eric el compa was out there for uh, uh another homie alonzo was out there too for shout outs to all you motherfuckers dog thanks for being dude it was slam pack fool and they had this like this this uh brewery, but obviously they can't be inside, so they set up this fucking canopy shit outside, packed it out with people, fool. Uh, you know, when I'm talking about packed it out, a good 100, 120 people, you know, in, in that fucking canopy shit. Um, socially distanced, but I mean, there was people that couldn't get in, man. I actually had some fa- some fans show up. We're hanging out after the show, and some fans like literally drove up saying, "Yo, we're hearing the show from the parking lot in our cars because we couldn't get in, so we just parked close to the canopy." And and uh, they obviously they got out of their car and they saw me hanging out in there, and they came out, took a picture and shit. A few people did that, man, which is dope. They were like driving by and said, "Yo, we couldn't get in, but we just wanted to see you." And dope, man, that was fucking dope, man. Great show, very fun show. Andre, my homie Dre was there. I haven't seen that phone forever, dog. And he showed up, and it, it was just good, good, good fucking vibe. Uh, shout out to Johnny Herrera, who runs this show out there. It's a great show. He packs that shit out every time. Um, and then after that, we went over to uh, Yuma, Arizona, with the Yuma Fairgrounds, dog. And uh, I got to be a part of the Latin Kings of Comedy. And uh, with Mr. Alex Raimundo and uh, Joy Medina. So I was actually taking, uh, I was actually subbing in for Mr. Paul Rodriguez. Mr. Paul Rodriguez, the legend himself, just had quadruple bypass heart surgery. And so, man, sorry to hear that. Man, I love this guy, man. I love Mr. Paul Rodriguez. And, uh, you know, obviously I've checked in with him. We've been in touch and I took his place and I told him, thank you. He, he, um, and he's doing well. He's home resting, uh, and uh, hopefully he gets better soon and gets back on that fucking stage again. But uh, just them thinking of me 
is an honor, dog. I can't say that enough, man. Uh, for them to reach out to me and and you know, and you know, sub in and be a la- part of the Landing Kings of Comedy, dude. It it means a lot, dog. Uh, especially after the stories I heard this weekend, man, with Mr. Alex Raimundo and uh, and uh, Joy Medina, they were telling me some crazy stories about how the Landing Comedy. The Latin Kings of Comedy thing started back in 2001, I believe it was, 2002. And how it all came together. And they told me, I can't too share too much because a lot of comics are named. But, I mean, nothing bad, nothing bad. But a lot of uh, should have, would have, could have and things that happened and how huge it blew up and how much money they were making and where they were touring. I mean, they did the Apollo they did like they sold out like fucking eighty shows in a row, everywhere, dog. Like arenas and everything. Full. It was literally the the Latino version of fucking the Kings of Comedy, right? You know, I mean, it, it had George Lopez, Joy Medina, Alex Raimundo, Paul Rodriguez, all on the same and Cheech Marine, all on the same stage together. And I mean, the stories I was sharing were like amazing. And then obviously everything comes to an end for one reason or another, which I can't really get into. But, dude, I was just like fucking impressed by all the amazing shit they were telling me, dog. And uh, it was great to hear. You know, Paul shares some of these stories with me when I'm on the road with him. But he gets very sentimental and doesn't like to get too deep on stuff, you know. Um, But these guys, you know, Alex and Joey, uh, were the new guys they were like the young comics at the time you know 20 years ago literally 20 years ago um so yeah now they're like they're, they just like both turned 50 kind of shit so we're talking about when they were 30 years old for and paul and george uh, and cheech were obviously yeah late early 40s or whatever at the time mid 40s and so i mean we're talking about a long time ago they were the young cats and so like i see myself as them now even though i'm 40 but i see myself i'm like like the new school coming in and uh it was just an honor to be part of that shit so uh it's cool man hopefully uh they're trying to get more of those shows going um obviously they don't do them as much anymore uh of course george is not part of the landing kings of comedy anymore george lopez is not part of it he has his reasons mr cheese marine was just for the special he was just for the host of the special to give the special little you know little no more name branding and of course Paul Rodriguez is going through some health issues and so forth and so on so you know Alex Raimundo and Joey Medina and you know they don't get together as much Alex is doing great things on his own and so is Joey and you know it's one of those things you know how it is that's life 20 years what the fuck so it's one of those things where I would love to one day myself maybe 5 years from now 10 years from now you know be a part of the new you know, but be like a fucking real G, dog. Like one of the real Gs. Like be blessed and pass the baton type of situation. And uh, get to share the stage with people like Jesus Poeta And all these motherfuckers are doing great things right now. Young, up-and-coming cats like myself. And uh, I would love to be a part of something like that one day, right? But, uh, yeah, it was it was, a, it was an amazing weekend. Got a uh, great experience. A lot of people came out to Yuma Fairgrounds as well. It was cold as fuck. Dog, it was windy. It was oh, it was outdoors, bro. 
You know, my mess way, my face was numbing full, my lips were fucking drying up out there, dog. And, uh, but the energy of that crowd kept us going for the 30 minutes. Joey did 30 minutes, and, uh, Alex Ramudo did like 45 minutes, dog. And it was an amazing show. We had a couple local comics open up and do a few minutes, dog. And, dog, we, we fucking, I, the uh, dude the troopers in the audience bro i'm telling you troopers dog it was like 50 degrees with wind con aire wey frio wey and yuma wey and there was about a good 250 300 people out there scattered in the fairgrounds and it was a it was a beautiful thing dog it was a beautiful thing motherfuckers out there with their you know bringing out their nicest blankets to share and uh, they, they roughed it out, and they fucking, the energy they were giving back with the laughs, fuck it, dog, it was dope. I'm never performing in Alaska, but that's, I think, how it would feel, for sure. All right. All right. Anyway, let's take a quick little break, a little 20 minutes right there to start off, and uh, take a break, and I'll be right back. All right, we're back. Lakers just killed the fucking Warriors, bro. Murder. No manches, way. Finally, though, looking pretty good again, fool. It's the shooting, bro. We got to, you know, it's the it's the three-point shooting that worries me, fool. And it's those way. We don't have a lot of shooters on the team. And uh, we can't be relying on LeBron too much, fool. Everybody else got to step it up. You know, fucking Caruso is out. Pinche Gasol. I like Gasol, but I knew he wasn't going to be able to give us much, man. I really I always wanted Marc Gasol on our team for like a couple years ago, man. Um, maybe we get Drummond. That'll be dope, fool. Um, pinche Anthony Davis, we tal compita, we pero. What are you gonna do, right? What are you gonna do? You gotta wait it out. Make sure he's good. Make sure he's one hundred, and hopefully he's fucking at a hundred by the playoffs. Fool, that's all that fucking matters, dog. But see, we tal compita, he's still a little too fragile, way no manches, way. My kids and I, we laugh all the time when we watch the Lakers when he's playing. Like every game, he's like fucking dying. Like somebody fucking shot him. He falls. Oh God! He, like. And I get, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing he does take some punishment being such a big boy, though. They fucking go hard on him, fool. And see, I'm sure they do hurt him. But I don't know, I was fucking mopping the floor, way. But we'll see, man. I, I, I have faith in the Lakers. Hey, fuck, you know what? I, I, I don't want to get into it too much, fool. I don't want to talk about sports right now too much, dog. But like I've said this before, bro. It's been to LeBron James way. It's, it's, he's a fucking, he's a so, he's a pleasure to watch, bro. And if you're not watching LeBron James play, though, he's 37 years old, fool. You better take advantage now, fool. He's not going to be with us much longer, dog. He's not no fucking, he can't go Tom Brady years, bro. He might go to 40, but who knows what his 40 is going to look like. So this. Just enjoy. I'm enjoying the moment with this cat, fool. You know, now that we don't have, you know, Mr. Rest in Peace, Kobe Bryant, in this, even this world at all, where we can at least, you know, reminisce and hear him and see him in interviews and talk and gloat. You know, we just got to just take advantage of what we have right now in L.A. and this LeBron James. You can't be a LeBron. I can't be a LeBron James hater no more, though. I can't. I, I appreciate this motherfucker too much. What he's doing for our team is just unbelievable, man. And it's like with Mookie Betts, when no manches way. How lucky are we to have Mookie Betts on our fucking team, dude? You know, like, we, I, I didn't know how, I didn't realize how great he was. When he was the Red Sox, when we got him like at 28, he's 28 years old or so, bro. I mean, how lucky are we? 29 maybe now. No way. It's, it's amazing, man. It's just, eh, 
I mean, I can't say enough, man. I mean, Mookie literally brought us a World Series championship. LeBron James literally brought us a championship. I mean, que mas queremos, wey. Gracias, cabrones. Gracias, wey. And we got to enjoy them and appreciate them and support them and all that, man. Fuck, you don't know how fucking it is, dog. It's, man, it's, you know, six years the Lakers went of horrible, ugly basketball, losing, lot, going to the lottery every year. Fucking going through worse fucking bust as fucking lottery picks way. You know, fucking Lonzo Ball and Ingram. Now Ingram's playing like a fucking beast, dog. But he wasn't shit with us, fool. And then we had to wait it out. Let him grow. We like chingada, way. Randall, who I really like Randall, fool. But for some reason, Randall just didn't fit here. I really like Rondo a lot, though, man. Uh, Randall, Julius Randall. I, I I saw the map potential in him, uh, but he just wasn't a fit here for some reason, you know. And anyways, dog, I we appreciate we gotta appreciate what we got, dog. That's that's my sports minute right there, fool. And let's appreciate these motherfuckers what we have, dog. Um, can't wait for baseball, man. I'm watching spring training games, fool. I don't really I don't like to get into spring training games too much, fool. But ahorita I'm kind of watching. I'm having a lot of free time, fool. I've been home a lot, and man, I thought you look good, man. I thought you look good. Even that bench looking good, man. These guys trying to make the team noisy, and all these motherfucking I forget their names, dog. But fools trying to make the team, dog. They look good, man. And it's gonna be hard to cut some of these fools, dog. Just 26 can make it. Kind of glad, you know, low key, kind of happy that Kike and Jock moved on because I, I like to see these new cast that we got here, man. And they're looking good, you know. Good luck to Kike Hernandez and good luck to Jock Peterson, bro. Wish them the best. I hope they have all star years, fool. I mean, that shows if they have all star years, fool, I'll be happy only because, like, you know, it shows what the Dodge organization and the system is, fool. They make great players. And We'll see what happens. Jock, I heard, is killing it in spring training. He's got like fucking five home runs or more. No manches, way. So, and Kike, man, we'll see what happens with that fool. All right. Uh, I got, I watched this other show that fucking uh, Christian Zaragoza told me about. He's like, hey, watch this show called, uh, this documentary on Hulu called Kid 90. Kid 90. And uh, uh, obviously, I didn't know what it was about, but he said it's about the 90s. So I'm like, I'm down. Fucking, I'm down. That's me. I'm a I'm a '90s kid. Let's do it, and uh, and I watched it for the Punky Brewster shit. If you guys got Hulu, check it out for the Chingon with the fucking the Chingon and somebody way. And uh, um, yeah, those are the fucking people I grew up with watching. Dog, they were a few years older than me, dog. So now, I mean, I'm realizing they're like 45 right now, dog. So I'm right behind them. And I mean, I, I grew up watching, idolizing all these people that were on, you know, that she, they came on the documentary with Punky Brewster, La Pinche Brian, Austin Green, y todos cabrones, way, Michael Rappaport, and El Pinche, ese way, that played uh, El Hermano de el hermano de La Pinche Cox, Ar, Arquette, David Arquette, all these motherfuckers, dog. And uh, the 90s were wild, bro. It's like the 90s were wild, dude. It's like, it's so cool how, like, she shot all this footage with her video camera, bro, right? Nobody's tripping. Nobody tripped. First of all, it's because Punky's doing it, right? A fucking colleague, you know, a homie, a celebrity, shooting celebrities. So, and in 1993 or whatever the fuck it was, you know, no one's tripping on that because they know that she can't share that footage really with anybody. Like, she's not. She's not going to burn herself, you know? So, what I'm trying to tell you, the documentary is about all this footage that she took. When she was growing up in the 90s as a, as a kid celebrity. 
And so, yeah, it's hard to think, right? It's hard to think that because nowadays, man, anybody's filming you. You're like, fuck, like Brian Austin Green said, dog, yo, somebody takes a camera nowadays. You're like, whoa, what the fuck? Hey, relax. Hey, what are you going to do with that kind of shit? And, uh, but these motherfuckers are all open, just like smoking weed, fucking talking about fucking and all this shit because they know it's not going to go anywhere. It's just going to stay within the circle. And, uh, so which makes that very cool, makes the footage really cool because really them in the wild, dog. And just being them, fool, just being rock stars, fool. And that's how I pictured it, fool. I knew these, all these motherfuckers, man. They have to be fucking. They have to be making, you know, the celebrities got to be fucking. El pinche Mark Paul Gosler was there, way. I mean, El pinche Zach Moore is, way. You know, all these fools were on this shit. And uh, it was really cool to see, man. Uh, I, 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 I love watching Punky Brewster. Punky with Low Key was actually, there was an episode that really, sh- like, shook me from Punky Brewster. Uh, the one where her friend Cherry, remember Cherry, La Negrita, we? Morenita, we? she got stuck in the fridge, fool, like, they, they threw out a fridge, they were playing in the backyard, and they threw out a fridge, and they're like, don't play in the fridge, like, don't play in the fridge kind of shit, it's dangerous, and yeah, sure enough, the fucking kids, the girls, they go play in the fridge, I think it's Cherry, so amiga, we, se mete la pinche fridge, and she locks herself in, and she can't get out, and, like, Punky goes into her house, and, oh, like, ooh, I, I forgot, I already forgot how it ended, but that shit shook me, man, that shit scared the shit, I think that's why I was so skinny, fool, because I was afraid to get near a refrigerator for a while, bro, and uh, that one, that one taught me some, a lesson right there about not going in the fucking coolers like that. Um, cause I was, I remember I used to try going into dryers when I was a little kid. I mean, I mean, those dryers way. See, just to see if I can fit. And, uh, I'm glad I didn't fit, man. The, at least the dryer we had, I couldn't fit. Oh, I, I would like, it would have hurt. Like my neck would hurt or my fucking knees were hurt or my back would hurt. So I would get out like right away. But, um, that was my thing. I was like, I like to crawl into little fucking places like that for like a dumb idiot. And I was like fucking 10, 9, 8, whatever. Right. But, uh, yeah, that fucking shook me. I used to like watching uh, Webster. Webster was dope. That little fucking kid. He came out in that sh- in the documentary, too, dog. I think he passed away. I'm not sure. Um, and he was cool. I used to watch Different Strokes, dog. I used to be fucking mad into TV, fool. And those that Mr. Belvedere. Damn, fool. He was, all those shows were dope, man. And uh, 80s. Those are 80s sitcoms, fool. Oh, man, they were dope. And then 90s. Punky Brew. I don't know. I, I see the the breast reduction. I didn't know about it. I just forgot about it because I do remember about reading that shit on like Teen Magazine and People Magazine. And at the time, I was like, why would she do that to herself? Like, why would she go? Like, why would she take off her breast? I, I not because I of the sexiness of it. Like, but I thought like she would grow into those. Like, she's gonna grow into it eventually. Like, she's gonna get taller. And anyways. But uh, she did that. That's crazy, man. That's crazy what she went through, fool. And, you know, she was como en los 90s, way. Les valían madre, way, right? Even the cast members, they, you know, just fucking pointing out their body, that body shaming, fool. On the kids, all the shit. That, that, that girl went through a lot of shit, dog. I mean, she even ran into fucking Charlie Sheen and dodged some A's and everything, fool. Like, pobrecita, way. Pobrecita. I trip out, like, how canto pegue tenía, though, way. Tenía un chingo de pegue, way, this chick. I mean, she was cute enough, but they were, like, hotter celebrity chicks too dog. I, mean, I mean come on there was bad there was other hot celebrity girls too not just her and uh man dude she went through a lot of motherfuckers uh, even though you know she said she didn't really put out and you know that rapey scene that she talked about that, that was pretty deep too for 
Um, yeah, Udo for fuck that fool. Whoever did that, but yeah, man, was, she went through some shit. My my crush, my Hollywood crush, man, was Jennifer Love Hewitt. Oh my god, Jennifer Love Hewitt, bro. And we're like the same age, fool. I think she's like a year older than me. And man, I saw her grow up, man. She was 15, I was 15. She was 16, I was 16, dog. And oh my god, her, bro. Damn Man, she was goals for me. Like, that's, dude, I'm gonna be famous one day and I'm gonna fucking go after this chick and I'm gonna marry this bitch, fool. I'm gonna fucking marry them. I just, I was this close to meeting her one time at the ice house, fool. She was at the ice house, uh, hanging out she's and the word is that she loves comedians food like she dated tom green and she dated i believe jamie kennedy and i think she married one of those fools and she dated like some other comedian fool i think dane cook dog and so that's her that's her thing she likes comedians fool so oh man i was like oh dude i gotta get fucking famous fast bro because i gotta meet this chick and i heard she would go to the ice house and there was a show that i was at uh, where she didn't see me perform that, but she was out there. She, she was she was hanging out. I think she was like dating a comedian, and she went with him. And that once the comedian went up and performed, he left, and she left too. She never saw me, but I was that close to her. And still today, for me, vale madre, wey. I haven't even checked up on her lately. I don't know how she looks lately. For and I, 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 what I do here constantly, and she's that she's a crazy chick, bro. Que está loca la vieja, wey. That she's toxic. I a f. Y me vale madre, güey. Me vale. I would still marry that chick right now. Even though I think she's married right now with some fucking chump. Some nobody fool. She found like a comment. Fucking some whack ass fool. And anyways. Yeah, fool. I don't care, fool. I don't care if she's 50, fool. And I'm at George Lopez status at 50. I'm going after her, fool. I'm going after her. I will marry this chick. That's still on my bucket list, bro. Mary. You know, when I say marry, I mean hit. I want to hit it. And she lets me marry her, I'll marry her too. Fuck it. But I want to hit. And um, I was so much into that. Uh, uh, I saw this. Uh, I met this one. Well, I'm not, how can I say this? How can I put this? There was this girl that was in our inner circle, family wise. She was like a friend of the family. And I don't want to say too much because my family are hearing. And I never told this to anybody about family. But there was this girl who was like in-laws family, right? Um, obviously, we're not related to blood in any way, for right? Uh, in fact, she's ex-in-law family now. She's not even family no more. But the point is that she looked like her, fool. She had her smile, fool. She had her fucking look, fool. Tenía su pinche look. She had her mouth, her face, fool. Her eyes, her hair. Like, más que era mexicana, mexicana, güey. So, Más morenita, güey. Más como de mi color, güey. Poquito menos, güey. Pero chulada, güey. Like, that fucking face was all Jennifer Love Hewitt look, fool. She had the Jennifer Love Hewitt. She was a couple years younger than me. She was, like, two years younger than me. So, in fact, it was a little weird because I was, like, 19 and she was, like, 17. You know, when I was 20, she was barely 18, so forth and so on. Right? But I had the biggest crush on this girl, dog. I had the biggest crush, fool. And I tried, fool. And... I, I got to like first base. We like held hands and I, we kissed one time and I had a family shindig. 
But it didn't go past that. It got awkward. I think she was 17 at the time, and I was like 19 when we kissed. So it was like weird. So I was all afraid that somebody's going to find out and the family's going to find out. And, you know, you kiss an underage girl. And I was like all panicado about that, fool. And so, like, you know, it just made things weird, fool. That's what I'm trying to tell you, dog. And she was very pretty, fool. She was out of my league being two years younger than me. She was out of my league, bro. I mean, she was beautiful, dog. Um, so I, 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 I never really even said this out loud much for, because of that, dog. Because, uh, you know, my family, my family finds out. Like, hey, cabrón, I knew it. We knew it. You were fucking trying to get at her kind of shit. But anyways, again, what are you going to do now? I'm 40. She's 39. What the fuck are you going to do? Anyways, uh, yeah, fool. And then eventually uh, those in-laws became ex-in-laws. So they were not around anymore, right? They weren't around anymore. But I was still like crush on her because it was like it was like when she was like from like 16 to like 22 and shit, 23. Like a good five, six years we spent together in the family. And so every like opportunity I would run into her, like which was only like once or twice a year. She was from the valley too. She was from uh San Fernando or Pacoima or Silmar, one of that area, fool. And uh, you know, they had a few parties and we I was like, fuck yeah, let's go, I'm ready, let's do this, you know. And they would come to ours and I would hear that she's coming, oh I've been eating so and so. I'm like, oh no, my miss don't say it. I'll start doing push-ups and shit. I'm like, oh man, it's on. I can't wait to see her. Cause I would only see her like a couple of times a year, only for like big parties, dog. She would come out. So and then uh we actually had like a family trip to Ensenada, bro. And that's I just don't believe I confessado. Yo, yeah, I even confessado in Ensenada, way. And I did, fool. I tried, fool, but there was always people around, you know. There was always people lurking, and you know, um, you know, we were never basically alone, you know, for a long period of time. Fool. There was always people, and there was always like, but I would kind of let her know, you know, I would let her know, especially after we kissed, you know, I would kind of try, I would try and bring it up, like, remember when we kissed, and you know, like, remember when we held hands for that little while, and and. uh I know she like I know she was vibing me too, but more because I was like older and cooler or whatever at the time. But I was a fucking chump. I was a chump, dog. You know, I was a fucking wankster fool. Like I was like a little wannabe. That was my little that time when I was a little wannabe thug and shit. A little fucking baggy clothes and shit and trying to be a fucking dumbass. And so I knew she was, and she was out of my league basically. Basically, she was out of my league fool. So I was nervous fool and. But in Ensenada, I was like, me le voy a confesar, wey. Fuck it, dog. And uh, I never did. I never did. I mean, I I mean, I would throw, like, little vibes at her, like, little jabs at her. Like, hey, you look pretty. Hey, let's go hang out over here. Hey, let's go for a walk. Hey, you want to go to the store? Hey, let's go over here. And and she would be like, yeah, yeah, let's go. I'll go right now. Or I'll go right now. And yeah, yeah, let's do that. Or like, yeah, wait for me. Or Shit like that, or she will come looking for me. Like, where were you? I was looking for you. I'm like, bitch, I was looking for you, girl. What the fuck? And uh, it was just like innocence, bro. Kid, kid innocence, fool. And you're nervioso, way. And fuck, man. That that was I was. She was my Jennifer Love Hewitt, fool. She was literally my Jennifer. Hewitt. She had everything that Jennifer Hewitt had. That you know, the the smile, the face, the eyes, the everything. Her body, yes, her boobs too, yes. I didn't want to go there, but yes, she was pretty, dog. And so, 
Fast forward to 2019, dog. Guess who Jerry G runs into? Yes, I run into her. She got invited to this little family gathering. And, uh, you know, and she, you know, you know. Now, Jerry G in 2019, dog, HBO special, homie, Netflix, compa. What's up, fool? Headliner away. Latin king of comedy. Ay, 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 ay. Oh, yeah, fuck yeah. I was like, hell yeah, what's up, fool? Let's do this way. I can't. Oh, I heard, man, someone told me she was coming, fool. My, my sister told me, she's like, hey, I need so and so away. I'm like, what? Yeah, we invited her, dog, through, you know, got in touch with her on Facebook, la chingada, get out of here. But I would look for her on Facebook, and I wouldn't find her on Facebook. I would find, I would look for her on Instagram, I couldn't find her on Instagram, dog. So, and I'm like, oh, yeah, fool, oh, shit, no way. And my sister knew, like, you know, eventually I told my sister somewhere in my 20s and 30s, I told her, hey, man, remember so-and-so, man, I was crushing on her heart. She's like, I know, I knew it. Yeah, everybody knew it, fuck her, everybody knew Oh, okay. You know what? We just let you know that, you know. Anyways. So, yeah. Sure enough, she comes. So, she shows up. And, you know, it's almost 20 years later. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you know what 20 years does to you, right? You know. <laughs> you know what it does to you. And, uh, no, she wasn't looking that bad, folks, but she wasn't looking that great either. She was looking pretty good. She was like a, like a, she went like from a 10 to a 7 to me. And uh, she looked all right. She's cute. She's got the pretty smile, you know, and all that shit. And but sure enough, and I'm talking shit. She's actually cute, man. She's very cute still. But she's I'm t- I'm hating because this chick shows up with her fucking dude, hot ass dude, fucking dude with fucking the the fucking arm tattoos and shit sleeved up, fucking the neck tattoo like a rebel looking fool with the fucking cool hair, always good looking good with the beard. I'm fucking dude with the beard. We can must get it, we. You know, good looking fool shows up and her and their kid. They show up with like a fucking seven, eight year old little girl dog, looking like her to very pretty little girl. And I was like, fucking shit, because I was kicking on the driveway with the fam, the part at the party. And I was, I was actually in Ontario, fools around Ontario. We're hanging out, you know, me I was fucking trying to flex and shit in the driveway, trying to be all cool, trying to be all funny with the cousins and shit. And yo, usually, usually I'm just in the, inside the house watching TV, dog, trying to watch a fucking game or laying on the couch and or going in the room and just chilling or just chilling with my moms and stuff. And But no, not this time, dog. Not this, this time. I was out there in the front yard, fool, with a fucking beard, thumping, chip, flexing way, you know, had the fucking... Dopest shirt I could find. I had a fresh haircut, fools. Like, you know, I had all that shit, fool. I had my bobblehead with me, dog. We had merch set up, fool. All the way. And then this fool. And I see her, dog. And I'm in the, we're driving, you know, I'm driving. Because I heard she's coming. Oh, yeah, no, she's already here. Like, she got off the freeway already. So she's like, it's asking for directions or some shit. And, um, I'm like, all right, that fuck's on. I'm going to be in Let's go and drive with us. Go kick it out here. Let's have a beer, fool. Vente, compa. You're like, you're talking to me? You never talk to me, Jerry. And I'm like, anyways. So we're in the driveway, fool. And sure enough, I, I see her. I see her, dog. I see her car. We end up in some Camry way, dog. You know, check Camry way. And she's driving. And I see the fucking head of dude. The fucking driver, dog. I mean, the passenger. Hey, su madre. Ah, valió madre, güey. 
Because I didn't know much about her. I didn't want to ask. I didn't want to know. I didn't want to like, I didn't want that. I didn't want, I wanted, I wanted, I wanted that fucking surprise. I wanted to see her walk up full, of course, by herself, dog. And, uh, always, she parks and shit. And I see, once I see the second head, fool, I see the fucking dude head. Yeah, I Fuck. And, uh. Sure now she gets off and she looks pretty fucking good. I know I mean, she just looks 39, but fucking good. You know what I'm saying? She looks like a grown woman, you know, curvy, you know, little, you know, but still fucking dope. I'll still hit. And I'm like, Jerry. I'm like, hey, what's up? Like, going for, of course, I'm going for the hug and shit. Oh, my goodness. And like, my man is my, I don't know if it's her husband or boyfriend. I think she introduced him as her boyfriend. It's my boyfriend. And, hey, what's up, fool? What's up? And then fucking gives me that man shake. <sighs> Hurts my hand and shit. Oh, fuck, dude. She's like, oh, my God, I heard you're doing big time now. You're a big comedian. Look at you. I heard your sister told me you're a big. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know, I'm a little too bad. I seen you. You're so funny. I saw your videos. You're hilarious. And... Yeah, and the dude, like, hey, yeah, man, you're fucking funny, dog. You're funny. If we want to come to a show, dog, where you going to be at next? I'm going to be fucking in Tallahassee, nigga. You ain't coming to my show, motherfucker, dog. Anyways, I was fucking hating that. I was mad. I'm like, oh yeah, 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 man. What, yeah, man. For where y'all staying at? You know, I mean, they told me where they staying at. I didn't even pay attention. Shit. I'm like, yeah, I'll be around there soon, dog. I'll let you guys know and shit for sure. I got you free tickets, dog. Blah 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 blah. And I pass on. I check her butt out. My cousin that was with me was like, damn, she's fine, fool. What the fuck is that? I'm like, you don't need, you don't need no fool. You don't need the one that got away, dog. The one that got away, fool. Fuck, man. And I was like, just killed the next rest of the night. But what made it cool is that the dude, the dude was cool. The, the guy was really cool, of course, right? The guy was fucking dope. He was all like, man, you fucking funny, bro. I fucking follow comedy, dog. And, you know, I've been fucking checking you out, dude. You fucking dope, man. And of course, you know, yeah, yeah. That's how he gets on my good side now. All right, so now he's on my good side. I can't hate on the fool. He's fucking on the nuts a little. So I'm like, yeah, fool, for sure, dog. And then she would come around. You know, she even brought me a beer and shit. She's like, hey, how you been? Tell me, let's catch up. You got a kid, your kids. I saw your kids. They're so big. Bah, bah, bah. And I'm just staring at her like, fuck, man. When you gonna leave this motherfucker, dog? When you gonna fucking let a motherfucking go, man? So give me a chance. And, uh... Plus, now nah, we, yeah, we haven't talked since. Oh, yeah, so basically, like, I told her, like, well, what's your IG? What's your Instagram? She's like, I'm never on that. She gave me, you know, she, I'm never on that kind of shit. But, yeah, she gave it to me. And sure enough, yeah, she only had, like, fucking 45 fucking followers, dig. Like, oh, God, Jesus Christ. She's like, I rarely post. And sure enough, we exchanged Instagram. She has, like, fucking five pictures. I'm like, oh, God. And then fucking three of her kid and one of her dude and one of her at fucking... I don't know. Fucking bullshit. I'm mad, fool. So, yeah. And so that was that, fool. So, like, now we're on Instagram. Now we follow each other and, you know, yeah. Waiting for her to like some of my shit. She never does. And, uh, nah, but she says she's be checking me out a lot and she's, uh, you know, proud. And I'm like, so is this thing serious or what the fuck's going on here? It is the baby daddy. They're just not married, but he is the, the dad of the little girl. 
se parece a él y todo, güey. I was like, oh, God, they've been together for like, I don't know, 10 years or something, fool. I was like, ah, God, Jesus Christ, I can't fucking catch a break here, fool. But anyways, they look happy and happy for them. And I'm not sure I think they even listen to this hot podcast. I'm fucked, dog. I think he listens to the podcast, fool. I think he listens to American Wannabes first, too. Oh, my goodness. I hope he never hears this. But because uh, he has no idea. That guy had no idea. I had a biggest crush. And if you're listening, compa, yeah, fool, I just had a big... This is We're talking about 1998, fool. So chill, fool. But nah, fool, I used to have the biggest crush on her. Who knows? He might, she might have even told him. Who knows, right? She probably did. You know, he's chicks today. They tie everything to their dudes. I don't know why they do that. All right. And that's pretty much it. That was uh, Shot Down Memory Lane, Kit 90. And uh, it was a cool documentary, though. <laughs> to, to wrap it up, it was a cool documentary. And shout out to the one that got away. And uh, yeah, good luck to them. And I, I don't know what the fuck. I don't even know how to end this shit. I'm going to way. Fuck. I won't be able to. I'm going to dream about it tonight, too. Fuck. Anyways. I'll be shooting a movie this week. That's what I'm going to be doing. Fuck it. All right? I'm going to be shooting a movie. And uh, now hopefully that makes me feel better. Uh, other than that, I got shows coming up. I know I got shows. There's a show actually in East LA coming up. CDs, bro. At CDs, dog. Sometime in April, early April, dog. So uh, I believe it's going to be like free, full. I can't say it. No se la verdad, we. Pero it's going to be limited seats for sure. So please, man, don't ask me for seats, please, because I have no idea. I don't know how to do that shit. And... Uh, um yeah and uh, we'll see what's up all right guys thank you hey, send me some fucking comments bro please send me some comments put a five star in this bitch porfa way si se puede way si no es mucha molestia way por favor way and listen to all the american wannabe fools and listen to all these motherfuckers dog i appreciate you guys for supporting and uh, we'll catch you guys soon i'm jerry g man i don't even know why we went through i'm gonna delete this motherfucker i'm out hey What up? I got a new sponsor and it's Quick Repairs, dog. Owned by the homie, close personal friend of mine, Adrian Latios, dog. This homie, I've known this food for about 15 years, man. Casi maybe more now, dog. And uh, he, I'm very proud of his work. He's the best at fixing phones. He's been fixing phones, fool, since they were flipping, dog. Back in 1999, that's the way. Le entró fuerte a los teléfonos since he was young, fool. And he's the best at it now, dog. He has his own shop in Southgate, California. 9621 California Avenue, fool. Hit him up. That shit's open seven days a week, fool. You can also call him at 562-656-4622. Quick repairs. Look him up on the IG. Quick, Q-U-I-K, underscore, repairs, underscore, on IG. Hit him up. Tell him your boy Jerry Garcia sent you, fool. And he's going to literally legit give you the homie discount, fool. Make it happen.